Welcome to Rocktail Hour, an hour's worth of rockin' good time in about 15 minutes with your buddies Tim and Treg and Michael. As always, I'm Tim. I'm Treg. And I'm Michael. And we're three old guys that are a testament to the fact that rock and roll keeps you young. Now, in each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all times. Mostly the greatest rock and roll tunes of all times. It depends on which one of us is talking. And we have other interesting ruminations about the music and the rockers who inspire us. Now, now, now that you've alienated all, all the people in the world who like the 80s hair bands, what are we moving on to next? Well, uh, having talked about the uh, quintessential classic song, um, Here We Go Again, we're now moving on to ACDC's Back in Black. And Michael's got some information about that. Now, I have to say... Uh, the song that Treg picked wasn't the worst song that he could have picked, uh, but I am really on board about Back in Black. I'm a I'm a great ACDC fan, so I'm I'm interested in this one. Yeah, well, Treg, as 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 the person who conceived of this project, was able to pick the number one rock song of all time, and so I was relegated <laughs> to picking the number two rock song of all time. <laughs> you know, but Back in Black is the uh, obviously the title track from the Back in Black album which uh, was the number two top-selling rock album of all times, uh, just right behind Thriller. So I think this indisputably is one of the great rock songs of all time. And, and, and also, I, I just have to say that, uh, just point out that the fact that it's the number two best-selling album behind all time, it always, it always sort of freaks me out that Thriller is the number one selling album of all time because there just needs there just doesn't seem to be any balance in the universe and and going from from Thriller to Back in Black I mean Back in Black is a great album but I'm a little surprised that it's it's number 2 but yeah I'm always shocked when I when I realize again for the billionth time that Thriller is the number one album of all time well maybe if Angus did a video where he was dancing around with some zombie women he would have you know beat number 1 Absolutely. I'm not sure one doesn't exist, but go ahead. Well, you know, one of the great things about Back in Black being uh, one of the top, well, certainly one of the top albums of all time and one of the best songs on that album is that it's, it is just gibberish. And so in, 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 in <laughs> yeah. Treg's search for meaning in rock and roll songs, that you're not going to find one. I mean, we've got out, we, this starts at Back in Black, I hit the sack, I've been too long, I'm glad to be back. I mean, this this is not poetry to your right, point. Right, no, yeah. <laughs> certainly not Shakespeare, nor was Whitesnake, although Treg tried to make it be. But but really what this song is, it's it's an emotional tribute to the to the lead singer of uh, of, of ACDC, uh, Bon Scott, who died in uh, 1980 at the age of 33 from alcohol poisoning. I mean, this is a rock story, a quintessential rock story, you know, dying young from alcohol poisoning. Um, and what happened uh, was that Again, true to true to form, we've got uh, to look no further than Van Halen and other albums uh, or other bands like that. But uh, when the lead singer goes down, uh, rock bands are in uh, not shy at all to, to replace him right away with another lead singer, and that's what happened in this. Uh, ACDC needed to replace Bon Scott, and so they did it with Brian Johnson, uh, who is a phenomenal talent, sings much like Bon Scott. And uh, they actually tasked him with the um, with the assignment of going ahead and 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 uh, penning the lyrics to this song that was going to be a tribute to the person that he was replacing. Fantastic! And that's interesting. Yeah. So he sat down and uh, wrote this song, and and it's what they basically told him was it's got it can't be morbid. It's got to be a tribute song 
And that's what this is. I mean, this is a classic tribute song that's more about uh, the emotion and the, uh, the feeling than about really anything that's in the lyrics. The only thing that's in the lyrics that I find that really kind of hits uh, the, the, the nail on the head with what this song is about is the, the line, I got nine lives, cat's eyes, using every one of them and running wild. Right? It's, it's, you've used nine lives uh, and they're gone, right? I mean, this is a song that's about death and it's about you know, having <laughs> exhausted the nine lives that rock stars uh, often do. Uh, an interesting point or vignette about uh, the selection of Brian Johnson as the lead singer was that Bon Scott actually approved of him. Bon mm. Scott had seen wow. Brian Johnson uh, playing a rock show, and I, I believe that Brian Johnson was doing a, a Little Richard cover. And uh, Brian Johnson kind of started going into this mad rage, dove to the ground, and was around on the stage, kind of Jimi Hendrix style, writhing on the stage. And to Little Richard. To Little Richard. Wow. And uh, and and Brian and uh, Bon Scott said, and to top it all off, it's the best rock show ever. They actually wheeled the guy off the stage. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Well, he later re realized that the reason that, that Bon Scott had go to the stage was he was suffering from appendicitis and was rushed to <laughs> That's fantastic. One of those great uh, method acting moments in rock history. You know, my, my favorite part about ACDC, uh, I love Angus's guitar because it's so simple. What does he play, like three chords? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. He plays it loud and he plays it with intensity. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing about about ACDC is um, they have some of the, the most ridiculous lyrics in, in songs of all times, and yet they're fully committed. It's, it's 100%. It's always all out. And, you know, it's, it's something, it's, it's just an experience that you, that you get in your gut as you're listening to, to ACDC. And I've never been somebody that listens to the words a lot. And that's certainly an interesting song background. I would have never known about back in black, but it, you know, ACDC was a real staple. In fact, I bought the back in black album, you know, actually an album on vinyl, you know, back in, in the early eighties and had to sneak it into my house because if I'd have gotten caught with it, I would, oh man, my parents would have kicked me out of the house. So, you know, it went underneath my mattress between the box springs and the mattress lying flat with about several other albums. <laughs> Definitely the, uh, the albums were there and, you know, included things like Elton John's Yellow Brick Road and, and, and several Beatles albums, all of which would have got me in, in major trouble. And so, yeah, those are all satanic. Yeah, well, having, bought, having brought ACDC into the house would have totally pushed my parents over the edge. So, yeah, I, I, I remember that album well, and I did not realize that, that this song was about the replacement of, a, uh, of the lead singer, which I, I knew had occurred and was, and was you know, quite impressed with the smooth transition between the two there didn't seem to be any kind of a, of a hitch whatsoever they just went on and and they really maintained that same you know feeling uh i didn't think it worked quite as well for for black sabbath at least initially you know when when ozzy quit and i don't remember the guy's name uh, was it ronnie james dio That's right. yeah right okay so um i thought i thought black sabbath for a while uh, after having replaced Ozzy, kind of struggled to get where they needed to be. But then, of course, did very well over time. But this was a very smooth transition. Great band. Always has been a great band. And now in modern days, uh, when a band needs to replace their lead singer, they either do a TV reality show or they go to YouTube. 
like did you hear about Neil Sean when he was looking for a new lead singer for Journey? He saw a YouTube video of a guy in Manila singing. Uh, it was a tribute band to Journey, and they hired him. Yeah, and he sounds phenomenal. Did you ever see sounds the movie? Very much like Steve Perry. Did you ever see the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg? No. Um, it was loosely based on Judas Priest uh, when they replaced their uh, Rob Halford and. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't heard the new singer for Judas Priest, but uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg was in a tribute band to this to this group. Not a cover and, band, a tribute band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which was which was sort of his pet peeve in the movie. And Mark Wahlberg was 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 funny. In fact, one of the scenes was great because he was so thrilled to be singing with this group, and they were doing some promotional pictures with him as the new lead singer. And, and they kept telling him, no, you have to sneer. You have to sneer. You can't smile. And so Mark Wahlberg would frown. And, and right before the picture would take it, was taken, he'd start smiling again because he was just so, you know, it was like a little kid getting to sing with his heroes. So, yeah, this is a good story. I, I would have never known. Great stuff. Well, I'm wearing a pink Snuggie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tale. Uh, again, that was an interesting one. Certainly something that, that I learned from. We appreciate you listening, as always. If you have any comments, once again, you can contact us at our website, rocktailhour.com, and uh, look for more podcasts. And if you have any interest or any ideas for a future podcast, please leave us a comment and let us know. So, rock on! Rock on!